cowboy hat to cover up his horns Sweet talking forked tongue had a tempting charm Before I turned around that girl's gone All I can say is Tender, pull me something strong Here's to the past They can kiss my glass I hope she's happy with him Here's to the girl Who wrecked my world That angel who did me in I think the devil drives a cool devil I watched him drive away over the hill Not against her will I've got time to kill Down in Broken Hartsville It was long and chrome sitting in the lot Fire engine red, that thing was hot He revved it up, she waved goodbye Love's gone to hell To the past they can kiss my glass I hope she's happy with him Here's to the girl who wrecked my world That angel who did me in I think the devil drives a cool I watched him drive away over the hill Not against her will I've got time to kill Down in Broken Hartsville Here's to the past They can kiss my glass I hope she's happy with him Here's to the girl Who wrecked my world That angel who did me in I think the devil drives a I watched him drive away over the hill Not against her will I've got time to kill Down in Broken Hartsville
Friday night went to went to Stonebriar Mall. Had had to go look for some stuff there. That mall is bigger than all of Sacramento. Let me just tell you, that's a big fucking mall. We didn't have to walk the whole thing, but it was big. And of course, they didn't have what we were looking for. So then the next day, Saturday, three Saturdays before Christmas. Just warning everybody: the Saturday before Christmas is the busiest shopping day of the year this year, and Christmas is on a Saturday. So uh, we go three weeks out to North Park, the highfalutin mall again. By the way, best lid store ever. Uh, I will be debuting a brand-new cap tomorrow, and I'm pumped about it. Today we got T-shirt time. I, I might as well just do it real quick. It's T-shirt time? Yeah. 1210 is T-shirt time. Oh, yeah, it's it T-shirt time. Boom. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows Damn it's right T-shirt it time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Yeah, now everybody shut up. You now. shut up, whore. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, get your damn T-shirts on. Today, I have a tribute to my man, Red Fox. Not Fred Sanford. This is Red Fox giving you the finger. Boy, I can't wait to wear this one out in public today. Got it from T Public. By the way, you can buy all your ass merchandise there. And when I say all your ass merchandise, I mean all. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs. Stickers. It's all there at tpublic.com. Look for the Arnie State Show. But today's shirt is my man, Red Fox. Now, uh, so the, the the hat that I have to debut, I got that done at Lids. Let, let me tell you, North Park was insane. I mean, it was pure insanity. And, and I, but, but when you go to the highfalutin mall, this is the best part, is seeing what people wear. I mean, like I love, I love people watching in general, but when you go, like, like, so they got a Nordstrom there, right? They got Neiman Marcus, 
They got Nordstrom. So they got some fancy stores. They got a Dillard's, and I think they got a Macy's. Big-ass mall again. We were in Nordstrom, right? Dude's walking around upstairs with his wife in the lingerie area. By the way, she's ugly, too. Uh, And he's just walking around with a glass of wine. Now, I ain't never seen that before. Good old boy's just walking around upstairs with a glass of wine. If I was the manager of the store, I'd be like, get that goddamn red wine out of here. You spill that on anything, it's fucking ruined. But, yeah, and and just see it like, like you see these... By the way, I don't know what it is. Look, look. It, a part of me doesn't mind it, but then, but then the fifty-year-old me, the old man me, comes out. What is the deal with girls dressing like whores now more? Hey, 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 girls! Uh, uh, if you get a big-ass hoodie on and it just barely covers your ass, and you ain't wearing nothing underneath it, or at least it don't look like you are, you look like a whore. Just telling. You. Another thing, another thing here. You don't see me wearing half shirts out in public, do you? Especially to the mall. So to all you gals out there that got maybe a little bit more, let's say you got a cheeseburger top. You ain't even got a muffin top. It looks like a cheeseburger. No, 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 no half shirts. Okay, can we agree that? I promise I won't wear a half shirt to the mall if you don't wear a half shirt to the mall. Now, let's get some good mornings going out there. Uh, you're out is here. She wasn't first one here. I got to give first one here to uh, Andrew. Andrew, who's been gone for a while, our, our dear friend Andrew is back. He's returning for live shows. He says, wow, I'm really first today. Good morning to all my fellow uh, Arnitifa comrades. Uh, Andrew, welcome back to the show, man. Glad you've gotten through all your work stuff and you're back. Kale says, damn it, Andrew, you beat me by a fucking minute. Andrew says, don't hate the play, Kale. Hate the game. Dre Fire says, hell yeah, beautiful Monday. I'm on crack. Yeah. Weather's shitty here. It's cold, cloudy, looks like garbage. Uh, let's see. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Cowboys girl's in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. Braddy Kid, morning, and thank you, Ratburger, for helping make this the best Christmas ever. Yes. Yes, Ratburger helped me out enormously. Uh Braddy Kid's working on some sourdough. She's going to make some sourdough. But we have come to the agreement, and I look, look, I have to eat the bullet on this one. She was right. Oh, you don't know how much that pains me. Oof. She was right. The sourdough bread here in Texas sucks. Sourdough Texas, it's just horrible. And it, it so, like, when we went back for my 50th uh, birthday show, we went to, what, what's it, Bowden's? Boudins, whatever the hell it's called, and we got some sourdough, got a whole bunch of it. So I was looking to get her some sourdough for Christmas, and I was going to ship it from Boudins or Bowdens, whatever it is. And uh, they're, they're ridiculous in their shipping from there. Like for a $5 loaf of bread, it's like $30 a cent. So Ratburger, who is an amazing human being, went out of his way to help, and he sent a bunch of sourdough to the house, and and we opened it. I I knew what it was, so it was her Christmas present. Boom. That's one Christmas present done. Oh, yeah, I got her a kick-ass. You're out? You remember that shirt you sent me? Yep, got that one for her. So, yeah, she's already got those two. So she's up two gifts to none on me. Now, I know I'm getting a robe because I had to order it. 
And then I found out, I found out one of my Christmas presents. Are you ready? I'll tell you what, you're going to want to be around me next time you see me. You want to know why? Got a big old bottle of Eight and Bob coming. My favorite cologne, or cologne. Oh, I love that shit. That shit smells good. So I got those. So, so it's 2-2. Two, two. And the gifts continue rolling in. Uh, let's see. Let's continue the good mornings. Uh, let's see, Braddy Kid. Uh, good morning. Do you have a great day? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're out. Says, morning ass family. Down with the cold. I blame Austin. I can't party like that anymore, LOL. So I'm homesick today. I'll listen until I pass out. Well, I hope you feel better you're out. Hi, Mama says, uh, happy Monday. Ask good to see you're out. Derek's in the house. Says, good morning, ass family. Cowboys Girl says, hope you feel better you're out. Cameron Dye in the building. Says, good morning, ass family. Let's see. I used to love going to Riverwalk Mall in San Antonio, three stories. There was a ride inside it. Also, I smoked back then and could, could smoke in the mall. Okay. Uh, River Center. Whores lived on, <laughs> whores lives matter. Uh, I wore a Cowboys short sweater dress and thigh-high boots on game day. If I look like whore, it's okay. I'm a whore for my man. All right, good. Uh, Erise says, good morning. Good morning to you, Erise. Hope you're doing good today. Uh, and Hot Mama says, why do you tell each other uh, gifts before Christmas? Well, look, look. Like, I gave her two things just, just honestly to shut her up. I mean, one of them was just shut her up. But, like, she's got a couple gifts out on the table for me, and she says I can open them when I, I don't want to open them. I'm waiting until Christmas. But I know what two of my gifts were, so I wanted her to be on the same. None of the comments are showing up. Uh, going to log out and log back in. Okay, well, I got comments coming in. So so that was my weekend. Uh, d- doing that, my knee was bothering me all weekend. Had to wear a fucking knee brace when I went to sleep. We're going to look at knee braces today, too. Fucking sucks getting old. Uh, oh, 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 I was on, if you have the Peacock Network, I watched, uh, this new Mel Gibson movie where he plays Santa Claus called Fat Man. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was looking for Aiton Bob, too, when I was at Nordstrom's, but nobody here carries it, not even Neiman Marcus. Um. Yeah, I watched the movie Fat Man this weekend with Mel Gibson. Eh, if you love Mel Gibson, maybe watch it. Dad, Santa Claus is a badass, so there you go. Now, Fat Man is, I mean, it's a good holiday movie that's not really a holiday movie, so you got that going for you. Now, I saw a news story, and it reminded me of what my daily observation was going to be. So let me tell you the news story I saw this morning. They're talking about how President Joe Biden was at the Kennedy Center Honors over the weekend and how he's reopened. Well, it was never closed. Maybe it was closed for, you know, the pandemic. But all these news anchors go out of their way to say that Donald Trump, you know, the orange guy, he never went to the Kennedy Center's Honors. Well, there's a reason for that. You see, they, don't, they only tell the half-truth. And I actually, I, there was a, a news person this weekend, I don't know what network it was on, but they actually told the truth. The reason why Donald Trump never went to the Kennedy Center's honors is because all the artists said they wouldn't go if he showed up. So if he, it, look, I, you got to give it up to the man. He could have gone all four years and they wouldn't have had anybody. So the Kennedy Center's Honors was on last night, and, and, and that story made me think about my observation this weekend. 
Uh, my daily observation is yesterday I was, uh, was just doing stuff around the house, and I felt this inner peace come in. When I thought about yesterday, and, and this one it came to me was yesterday because I was excited it was Yellowstone Day, about a quote that was in last week's Yellowstone. And the quote says, it's when uh, Kevin Costner is talking to some kind of, you know, environmentalist, fool, vegan, bullshit, whatever. And he says to her, you ever plow a field to plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever the hell it is you eat? Of course, her answers were no. He said, you kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, vole, worm, quail. You kill them all. So I guess the only question is, how cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies? Now, I'm not going to ruin last night's Yellowstone. It was pretty damn good. I'll give that up. That was from last week's Yellowstone. And that's where this daily observation comes from. Because if they truly think about it, it's going to hit them off guard. It's happening already that the woke is eating the woke. All of this bullshit will end up going away. All of this bullshit is going to go away because the woke is busy canceling stuff until it gets to something they like. And then people are going to force that to be canceled as well, and then the woke might start shutting up. It happens all the time. We're watching it happen where the woke cancels the left, and the left fucking is eating the liberals. Pretty soon, I, and, and I, I say pretty soon, I, I, I hope it's pretty soon. I really don't know how soon it's going to be, but I'm hoping it's soon. The, where everybody just shuts their fucking mouth because they don't want their shit canceled. Because that quote is 100% true, and you can tell that was written by somebody who's farmed or somebody who... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, somebody who works with livestock and things like that because it's 100% true. And I, I just sat there and I thought about it yesterday. I forgot what's there was a story out there yesterday about some woke person being canceled, and I just started laughing because, see, it's happening. To us people that don't give a shit about what you say or you do, you're not going to hurt our feelings if you don't like something of ours, so we're not going to cancel you because we have better shit to do. It's all these people who are so fucking upset. They're so upset. There was a video on TikTok. There's a video on TikTok where this fucking ugly girl comes into a room. She said, if you, if you describe anybody as on the spectrum or retarded or blah, 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 uh, I'm going to come and I'm going to break your kneecaps and eat soup out of them. Some bullshit like that. I'm like, bring it on, sister. Next video, it, it was Stitch. Somebody shared their video with it and said, Hey, as an autistic person who is clinically retarded, fuck you to the girl. And I thought to myself, that's what it's all about. So there you go. There's my daily observation. Now, we had something amazing happen over the weekend. 
something truly, truly, truly amazing. I can't believe, I, I, I'm honestly, I'm still in shock that Fredo, Fredo Cuomo now swims with the fishes. CNN has fired him from the network. That's right, the suspension turned into a termination. He gone. And motherfucker ain't going to work in broadcasting anytime soon. He's going to go. He's, if he goes anywhere, it's going to have to be to like MSNBC or, or the, the left playbook. And he was fired for helping his brother and using his role at CNN to help his brother dodge questions, answer the questions the way the media wouldn't hammer him, and then he lied about it. So that's why he was fired. I'm sure that that Chris Cuomo fans will tell, oh, he was fired just because he's too honest. He's fired because he's a piece of shit. And his brother is a fucking, is whatever kind of file you want to make him. Because that guy, he's a predator. That's what he is. And he's a governor that has nipple rings. I think that we should come up with an amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America that says, if you are a governor, now senators and stuff, I won't go that far, because governors are looked at to be higher than senators, but we know senators are higher in the rank thing. But we look more up to governors than we do like a senator. So so senators or governors and president cannot have nipple rings. No nipple rings. I think we can get that one passed. I would like to amend the Constitution a lot. Now, uh, let's see. I don't know. I'm going to see if this is working here. Real quick, like, check, because I was worried about what you're out. So, okay. So the, uh, the message board is still working. You just don't like what I'm talking about right now. That's fine. Uh, we can move on. No big deal. All right. Oh, where we got? We got to find this thing, right? Hello. Yeah. Uh, all right. It came out this weekend. Look, we got to talk about this. It, yeah, I, I don't want to, but there's good news behind it. Douglas says, so I have a friend who has never directly said what pronouns they would like and got all pissy in a group that because we were using she, her pronouns, like, I guess I'm a bigot because I prefer not to use plural pronouns for one person. Like, whose pres- preference is more important? Okay, you're out. You can see the comments now. Good. Uh, the, this pronoun, well, look, I, Douglas, I talked about that at my stand-up show, and, and yes, I've talked about it here. They're fucking up the lexicon of our, 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 our society. They're fucking up words. You, you can't use they as a singular. My pronouns are they, them, they. Buenos dias, ogre. How are you, my friend? I hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, I'm with you there. Alicia, morning, Asamigos. Alicia, showing pictures all over the internet this weekend at Disneyland. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, Douglas, I agree with you. They, them is confusing when you're talking about a singular person. I mean, look, look, you sound like a hood rat. I'm going over to they house today. Huh? 
It was a good weekend until Jimmy Garoppolo shit the bed. Well, we will be talking about the NFL in our next segment. I didn't have a game this weekend, so yesterday I was just free to do whatever I wanted. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate this whole, my pronouns are, shut up. Your pronouns, look, look, I'll play the game. I will show you respect, even though you obviously don't respect me. If you're a dude and you think you're a chick, all right, great. You want to get the surgery done? Awesome. You dress like a gal, then guess what? I am going to use she and her as your pronouns. Take that as a compliment of me playing along with your stupid game. Same with people like Elliot Page, you know, the former actor who's taking all these shirtless pictures now. Elliot Page is a heat. He can't be a they. He's a heat. I'm tired of all this bullshit. Like, we're casual friends, so if I lose a friend, it's not the end of the world, but I don't need to be around someone who uh, I have to tip. No, you don't. You know, No, of course you don't have to do that. You can control who you're around. Now, that would be funny when the BLM crowd accuses transgenders of cultural appropriation using they, them, because it sounds like African-American vernacular English. Yeah, I'm going over to they house. (laughs) All right, we got to talk about this now. It's time to talk about Omicron. 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 We're so good Omicron. No, 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 no. Omicron. 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 There we go. go. Turn that down now. Uh, The head of the the CDC, the Center for Dummies in Control, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, told the news this weekend that at least 15 states in America have Omicron. Omicron. By the way, uh, let, me, let me just say in Omicron voice, duh. Of course it's going to be here. You couldn't shut the borders down fast enough. It allegedly came from South Africa, even though it showed up, I think, in Finland first. But South Africa had the major outbreak. Then we had this travel ban, which everybody's apologizing for now. Oh, it, it's fantastic. It is so fantastic to watch this. Because all the reports are coming out, and it looks like it's painting. Like, it looks so bad for people like uh, Dr. Fauci. And what a fucking tool bag he is. Thus far, it says it doesn't look like there's a great degree of severity to it. Omicron could be less dangerous than the Delta variant. And now they're talking about reopening travel to South Africa because we all feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. The Omicrons are the heroes of the cartoon. They trounce Fauci's Omicrons. Mutate. (laughs) It really does. It really does sound that way. By the way, the uh, the Surgeon General is like, whoa, 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 slow down. We don't know how bad it is yet. 
But the problem is, yes, we do. We know it's not that bad because the virus is dying out. Reason number 589 why I won't go on a cruise. There's a cruise ship dock that has a dozen people with COVID. Omicron is suspected hard pass. Shit, I'd rather get the damn Omicron. I want Omicron. Due to the fact that it ain't that bad, still no deaths from Omicron. Zero. So if you're going to get COVID, get Omicron. Omicron. That's the one there. I I am so tired of all the the bullshit when it comes to all this shit. Douglas says, I'm not afraid of COVID at all anymore. Neither am I. I mean, I wasn't to begin with because I knew who it went after and, and what it was. I am still, though, I, this is the shit that makes me scared. The Oregon Health Authority. Now, now before, before you stop me and say, Arnie, it's Oregon, nobody cares. I understand. And it, people care. We, we know people. Young Harm lives in Oregon. The Oregon Health Authority assembled a rules advisory committee to address a permanent, let me say that once again, Permanent indoor mask mandate in Oregon. Now, I don't know how long. When I see permanent, that means usually forever. And we know how fucked up Oregon is. You can't even pump your own fucking gas. So now is it going to be this way? If you have to go to Oregon and you go out, you have to wear a mask everywhere. V Coop, that's a great point you bring up. Yes, the state that allows meth use is really worried about your health. Yes, meth, heroin, cocaine, all allowed under Oregon state law. Douglas's hard pass on that shithole state. V. Coop, good point. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Really, you don't want us to get Omicron. But addicted to smack, no big deal. See, what you do is you get addicted to heroin in Oregon, and then you move to New York where they have all kinds of places that you can go and shoot up and, and not worry about anything. Oh, aren't drugs great? Yes, yes, they are. They better lift this by summer. We're going to travel up through Oregon and camp in various beautiful areas up there. Well, camping won't be bad because you'll be outdoors. If you go anywhere inside, you're going to have to wear a mask. Even when Omicron, Omicron is long gone. Because, look, look, there's going to be another one. This shit ain't over. We had COVID, we had Delta, we now have Omicron. And look, you want to talk about this now, 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 let's talk about this. The one that's the least worst where there have been no deaths, how long have we been hearing about Omicron? Like two or three weeks now, and we yet to hear somebody has died from it, even where it started in South Africa or Finland. And they're talking about making a vaccine that is for Omicron Omicron only. 
Really? The one that we're going to make a vaccine for the one that isn't putting people in the hospital or killing people. Really? So it's about the science. Really? I'll let you guys wrestle with that one in your head. Uh, let's see. And when you get uh, weaned off of hair when you move to San Francisco or L.A. and let all that constipation out of the bag. Omicron came from South Africa. I blame Trevor Noah and that dude, and that dude from the A-team. Oh, the guy who played Murdoch. Oh, man. So there you go. Omicron is more than eats the eye. What? Says what? Omicron doesn't kill people? We need to fix that with a vax. Yeah, no shit. So there you go. So if you're going to Oregon, just take plenty of masks because they're all a bunch of fucking idiots up there. And now the last story when it comes to the whole COVID thing of the day, thank God. Pfizer could have vaccine data for kids under five. Why would you want your kid under five vaccinated from COVID? Don't you want your kid to get some sickness going on? I mean, look, there are some kids that have respiratory issues. Maybe those kids can get the vaccine. I don't care. But don't you want your kids to get an immune system? You going to start vaccinating them out the womb? Womb? That's what I meant, not womb. Womb. Oh, it's a boy. Here, we have to inoculate it right away. Come on. You got to let your kids get sick. Is this the new generation out there that doesn't want their kids to ever be sick? Look, I don't blame you because they, they don't go to school and they're sick and you have to watch them and you hate them. I hate your kids too. But you still got to let them get sick. COVID doesn't kill people either. We make people wear masks and stay home without treatment so they'll get worse, and that's what kills them. Yep, because fear is contagious. It is sad that I don't want some uh, to get an immune system survival of the fittest. Yeah. I have an immune system. Fuck, I ate dirt as a kid. I ain't going anywhere. I got so many fucking preservatives in my body. My body will not rot after they put me. Well, that's why I'm getting fucking cremated. Because my body would stay intact for at least the next two, three hundred years. My oldest boy has a friend whose parents pulled him out of school this year only because they want him to get vaccinated and other vaccinated before they allow him back. His poor ass clown parents. Hey, look, man, if they want to do that, let them do it. Uh, By the way, here's some, uh, I I have some really cool news, uh, some good news, and some really kick-ass news. First news is that we brought Grady Judd back this week. Then there's Pikachu. No, we didn't arrest him. But Pikachu, you see, is a co-conspirator, not a willing co-conspirator. Because the next guy that I'm going to introduce you to, as he's grooming this child, makes the statement, we want to cuddle with Pikachu and have sex in the back of the car. Did you hear what I said? I did, I did. Well, I talked to Pikachu, 
He confessed. He turned state's evidence Good. and said, dude, I had nothing to do with this pervert. He just bought me off the shelf someplace. Okay. Who's our guy who wants to cuddle with Pikachu and have sex with children? Who? Theodore E. Jones. There you go. Teddy 28 Jones. 28 years of age. Teddy Jones in Florida bought a Pikachu doll to lure kids in to have sex with. There you go. Brady Kid says, I drank hose water. I'm safe. Big Coop says, I use that rolling towel hand driver. I'm also saying, oh, I remember that. The cloth one? That thing was dirty as shit at some places. You still use it to dry your fucking hands, though. Oh, that is good stuff right there. Now, here's the really cool news. Uh, the first three songs I played on the show today, country songs, because I, I, I found them. The last one is from a new artist who just went number one a couple weeks ago. I, I, I try to tell you guys when I find a really, really great album, and I think her album, uh, her name is Morgan Wade. The album is called Reckless. And, and by the way, if you like country music, and I mean country music, not the poppy shit, uh, this is an album you should check it out. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Morgan Wade, Restless. Now, the cool news is, is that when I was working on this yesterday and I was doing this, are you ready for this? Big announcement here. Cover songs. All week long. That's right. That's right. All week long we have cover songs. And let, let me just tell you, today's, holy shit, am I going to blow you out of the water with the first three countries? Yes. I'm going to blow you out the water all week. In a last song today, we always do George Strait. I have found one of the greatest covers that George Strait has ever done. So there you go. There's the really cool news is that that we have cover songs all week. Now, what else am I? Uh, let's see. I got to keep going with the show here because we got to talk about AOC being an idiot and all this kind of stuff. Oh, by the way, today's jokes are uh, what kind of uh, – Birth control, does AOC use her personality? Now, this next joke might get me in trouble, and you might hate me for it, but I think it's really funny, and I'm sorry. What do milk and make-a-wish kids have in common? They both have expiration dates. That's so bad. That is so fucking bad. Oh, but yes, yeah, so those are the jokes today. And if that's not enough for you, since I don't want to forget anything, uh, today's sexual act of the day is the angry pirate. Basically, it's when a man is being given a blowjob and decides that when he ejaculates, he's going to aim his sexual fluids into one of his sexual partner's eyes. There you go. Uh, my number one, Dwight covering Suspicious Minds, hands down my favorite. That will might maybe make the play. That I downloaded a bunch of music over the weekend, bunch of cover songs, and holy shit. <laughs> Jesus, I can't look at milk the same way. I'm going to hell. I laugh too hard at that. <laughs> it's fucking funny. That's why. Uh, grr. Uh, all right. So I tell the AOC joke because that stupid bitch is in the news today. Uh, 
Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a moron. She has said that these smash-and-grab robberies, these flash mobs of robberies that have been happening all over the country, mainly in, in California, Louis Vuitton, jewelry shop, all kinds of stores, Nordstrom's getting ready, it was Neiman Marcus. She says that she doesn't really believe they're out of control and that it was only it, it was only like a CVS that was talking about it and then it wasn't even really warranted. Oh, fucking business owners all over the country and the fucking GOP came out and said, you are an idiot. How dare you say these aren't happening? You are kidding me. A lot of these allegations are of or organized retail theft are not actually panning out. Really? Re- really? When we have videos of people ripping off Apple stores, we have videos of them smashing in windows at Louis Vuitton in San Francisco. But you say they're not really panning out. What? Financially for you, they're not panning out? We, we, we've seen video on this show of, of looters and, and, and these, these, these robbers robbing each other on the street. But it's not panning out. Can somebody please just fucking unseat her? Does, New, does the city, uh, I, I, honestly, I think she's from what, Queens up in New York City? New York City! Uh, can somebody not unseat her? She can't be the smartest person there. Sounds like she's taking a page from Omar's book when she referred to 911 being some people doing something. Unbelievable. Representative Rodney Davis of Illinois says, I don't really need much data from someplace in San Francisco or California. All you got to do is walk down the street to the CVS in Eastern Market. Referring to an area of Washington, D.C., I've seen on multiple occasions when I've been in there buying things, someone will just come in and raid a shelf and walk out. It's fantastic. This is, this is happening in America, and it's sad that it's happening in America, and it's sad now that one of our quote-unquote leaders is saying it's not panning out. It's not real. Just stop. Just stop. It, it, it's not a partisan. This is a right or wrong thing. Not a right or left thing. This is a correct or incorrect thing. Ihan Omar is such a fucking tool. Like, she is outright anti-Semitic, and she's crying over a joke that I laughed at. Is that because people are laughing at her? No, it's because... Uh, that's something that blows my mind. Like, like, I noticed over the weekend that we have a large Middle Eastern presence here in Texas. Not like when I was a kid growing up here, I didn't really notice it as much. Now I noticed it, and that's not a bad thing. It's just I noticed it. There's a lot of people from all the Dirtistan, Shittistan areas that live in Texas, and I figured, okay, they probably live in Texas. Cost of living, okay, that, 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 and the climate. They're used to the climate. The people that, that elected Ihar, Ihar o- Omar, whatever her name is, Ihan o- Omar up in Minnesota, those people had to go through culture shock, I bet. How could you go from living in, like, Syria 
where the, the lowest temperature is, I think, 102. And the daily high is somewhere around 178. And you go to Minnesota, and they've never seen a 100-degree day unless it's below zero. I don't know how they do it. I think she's just mad because she moved to a cold place. How do you blow a Muslim's mind with a suicide vest? I can't tell that one on TikTok. They'll say that's uh, I'm targeting a group. I can say terrorist. How do you blow a terrorist mind? Suicide vest. I do have a joke about Osama bin Laden this week. So, yeah, we can, we can do those still, kind of, maybe. We'll see. Uh, our, our, our fearless idiot was out over the weekend, not wearing masks, doing all kinds of stuff. I'm going to get in trouble with my, my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pre- yeah. pretend that you didn't answer you. Yeah. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Well, the president this week has, is, this is not going to be a, a great week for us to brag about being Americans. I'm just letting you know early. This week, Joe Biden will be meeting with Vladimir Putin. And they're going to be talking about how it's going to be very bad for the Russians if they decide to attack the Ukraine. It's going to be bad how? Because Ukraine's going to whoop their ass? I don't think so. How's it going to be bad? Do do you think that that Vladimir Putin is sitting there? Does he look at Joe and go, oh, I am quaking in boots? Oh, no. I'm just telling you right now, Vladimir Putin, when, it, when they meet, when he meets with Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin is going to go over to Joe Biden when he's sitting down. He's going to undo his pants, and he is going to put his ball sack on Joe Biden's forehead. In an effort to prove domination, Vladimir Putin will put his ball sack on the president of the United States' head. I mean, who's going to stop him? Joe ain't going to stop him. Jill might be over there. She might try to stop him. Kamala will try to put the balls in her mouth. I think that they should go ahead and cancel this meeting. Ukraine has all those mutated monster people from Chernobyl. Russia doesn't want any of that. By president, are you talking about Obama, Fauci, or Pelosi? Or the former vice, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the former vice president, the puppet. I thought it was a bad thing to say. Oh, it was. Look, look, oh, Kale, yes, you're absolutely right. If you're orange, it's bad. If Vlad has a sense of humor, he'll make Joey do a bunch of stuff before he's allowed to come talk to him. I hope so. I, I hope I hope Vladimir Putin catches Joe Biden and it, like Putin shows up. He's got a tank top on, some really short, you know, like swim trunks, and he pulls his balls out and goes, "Oh, Joe, look, I have satin gum." Send Michelle over there to anally rape Putin. She's smother him with gravy and call him Putain. Joe Biden couldn't stop a fart from being a shit. Yeah, look, I, I think it's funny. I think that, that him warning Putin will make it very difficult to attack Ukraine. 
Really, dude? Yeah, really? I don't think so, Joe. No, no, Joe, 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 Joe. Nobody, nobody's afraid of you. Same bullshit they pulled with Obama in office, trying to start some shit. Putin ain't falling for it. Of course he's not. Oh, by the way, I got Bubba his Christmas present, too, and he, he's playing with it already. I got him one of them flopping fishes. Have you seen the videos for these things? It's a little chew toy for the dog, and as soon as the dog picks up in its mouth, it starts flopping. Fucking Bubba was terrified by it last night when we first brought it out. Now he, now it's his, it's Fred the Fish. Now, because of our current leader that we have, you, you remember our current leader, this idiot, Joe Biden? This is the kind of stuff that's happening. Uh, Mike, I went, to, I went to eBay. They're a lot cheaper on eBay. Call it floppy fish. And you, you can get one really. I, I ordered it like Friday and got it yesterday. Now, Kabul, that's over in Afghanistan. You know where, where, where Joe Biden fucked up. Pulled everybody out and he brought people back. And it's been just, it, 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 it's nonsense. This week is the Army-Navy game. And it ties in with this Kabul story. Uh, both teams have special uniforms they wear for this game. It's, if you've never watched this game, this is all about the pageantry of our military. It's an amazing game to watch. The football itself sucks. But every year they come up with special uniforms. And I found out this year for Army, and I'm rooting for Army since my dad was in the Army. Uh, Army is uh, making their uniforms look like those 12 soldiers that went over to uh, Afghanistan the very first time after 9-11. Remember that Chris Hemsworth movie? Never seen the movie. I highly suggest watching the movie and then finding one of those 12 guys to go apologize to for what Joe Biden did by pulling out. Um... Because it's not uncommon to see a man smoking heroin between blast walls there in heroin. Opioid use is prolific in the Afghan capital. Even though the Taliban says the production will, 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 is bad, but that's how they make all their money. You see, they have all these poppy fields there in Afghanistan. And the Taliban comes in there and says, hey, we can sell this and make tons and tons and tons of money. Now, they, that, that's not the bad part. Bunch of Afghanis ODing on heroin. That's not the bad part. I'm looking at one of the most disturbing pictures I've ever seen right now. They are feeding heroin to stray dogs in the area. Why? Well, they, they let them sniff it, and the picture I'm looking at right now has a water bottle with the bottom cut out, and a dog sniffing heroin. Why? So the dogs will stay and help keep them warm at night. Now, I don't know how far they're meaning to keep them warm at night. Will they be something to snuggle with, or will these heroin-addicted Afghanis be fucking the dogs?
By the way, the dogs then become addicted to heroin. I, I, not many things really, really piss me off. Are the dogs named Renton, Spud, the sick boy, and Begbie? Yeah, this is train spotting. Hey, all you heroin addicts that live in Portland, let me, let me, let, let me tell you something. Afghanistan is the place for you. Heroin is cheap in Kabul. It's only about a $2 a day habit there. So you get your moms and your dads, because a lot of you heroin junkies are are, are being supported by your parents, ask for a one-way ticket to Kabul. You get fresh heroin there, because they grow it and then they sell it. That's the freshest heroin you can get. That'd be like buying Copenhagen in North Carolina where it's made. Two dollars a day it costs them. Woo! Celebrity rehab soon will feature the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Oh man! Oh, this is like this is. Here, I, I, I'm going to show you the pictures that they have because they embedded a journalist with a bunch. And, and you got to think, man, a homeless Afghani heroin addict is probably going to be the worst smell you've ever come across. I mean, first of all, Middle East. Uh, yes, yeah, so I said it. I said it. They, they, they smell bad. They smell weird because all the weird shit they eat, okay? I'm just telling you. They may be in a racist. I'm just saying. And, and we probably smell equally as bad to them. But now this guy's homeless, so he's, he's sweating and, and B.O. is building up on him. <sighs> and he's a junkie. Come on. Here's a picture that I want to show you. That, how sad is that? I tell you what, I kind of want to go over there and just eradicate all these heroin addicts. For doing that to a dog. That's fucked up, man. That is really fucked up. Straight Fire says, but Arnie, all people are the same. Please respect their culture and traditions and celebrity diversity and celebrate diversity. Yeah, I won't. I won't be doing that. I appreciate it, but I won't be doing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a hard pass on that. But thank you. Now some good news for a change. This is about a bad this is good news about a bad person. Remember a couple weeks ago we found out that those two uh men and the third guy who videotaped the attack on um Ahmed Arbery way back in February 2020, you remember that? We found the dad and the son guilty of murder. The father, uh, the, the, the videotaper, he was also found guilty on, like, five of the six charges. So they're all going to jail forever. And now the former district attorney, Jackie Johnson, who was delaying the arrest by more than two months of these guys. She's a white woman, by the way. She is now facing five years in prison after a grand jury indicted her 
for violating her oath of office and obstructing law enforcement back then. Now, once again, here you go. How about it? How about we call this one out? They're doing their jobs. White gal who was trying to fuck the system over, she's up on trial. Can't go around saying, oh, she's white, she'd get off. No, 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 she, she's going to end up going to prison. Prosecutors claim she directed the Glenn County Police Department not to arrest Travis McMichael after he fatally shot Mr. Arbery. Wow. Yeah, she's going to jail. So that's good news. At least we have that. Oh, yeah, she's going to be fun in the big house. Hello, protective custody, day one. They ain't going to let that bitch out in gin pop. In gin pop, she's going to get turned out. She's going to get turned out for one cool cigarette and maybe some fucking hair product. That's about it. Sweet, and nothing from the Obama-appointed judges and DAs that have obstructed justice numerous times. Nah, that would be racist. How about Kamala Harris? How about we look at her record? As she kept people in past their sentencing here in California. So what, they could get projects done that are using that? I mean, if we were to look at her record, she wouldn't be in the office that she's in now. I know, I know. Some nappy-ass Queen Latifah-sized prisoner chick is going to turn her into a crack crack buffalo wing. (laughs) Yep, I can see that happening, and I'll be happy. I'll be happy to see it. Now, we got to talk about this. This this is a real story here, and I really want to get your feelings on this. Now, we haven't talked a lot about the Michigan school shooter. I did say that they arrested him on the spot. He was using a handgun, so of course we're not going to pay that much attention to it. You know, kind of like the case over in Arlington. Kid used a handgun. He was able to leave the school, go home, acquire an attorney, and then the two of themselves turned each other. They turned him in, and he was out on bond the next day. This kid's still in jail. And his parents... James and Jennifer Colby were apprehended after an extensive manhunt for the couple who failed to appear for their arraignment Friday. The couple faces four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection to Tuesday's shootings. So this is what I'm at now. Now, now here's the whole story. Because this is where it starts. These parents bought this young man a handgun, I guess, for Christmas. Okay? And they gave it to him already. So, number one count is they didn't wait till Christmas. Uh, I'm not sure how old he is, and I don't know what the laws are in Michigan, how, how old you have to be to actually own a handgun. Kale, you live in Michigan. Do you know that law? Their bonds are at $500,000 each. And the big thing is that allegedly, I think that she had on her cell phone, 
that they're saying that the parents knew this was going to happen because there was a text on the cell phone to the son that said, please don't do it. Now, if they knowingly sent their kid to school with a gun, knowing what he was going to do, I think I have no problem with them getting charged. But that's not what this is about. Let me ask you. Ask family. 21 to purchase. If it's given as a gift, technically you can be give a pistol to any age. Okay. This is some minority shit right here. Now, I'm going to ask you. I, I, I got a question to ask with this, and then we'll change it up a little bit. Do you think the parents should be charged? If they knowingly gave their whacked-out son a gun, he took it to school, they knew he took it to school, and they knew what he was going to do with it, but they didn't stop it. Should they be charged? Ken Dog, you're absolutely right when he says, let's wait for evidence. Everybody else is saying yes. Let's say that I gave you all the evidence there. They gave this twisted little fuck kid with weird eyebrows, handgun. They knew he took it to school. They knew what he was going to do. They tried to stop him by text by saying, please don't do it. Should they be charged? Let's say that those are the, 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 uh, that's the evidence. August says they're responsible. Uh, I... They gave him access to the firearm. If they knew he was going to do something, absolutely. Send them to the slammer. Cowboys grow eyes, absolutely. Uh, also, based on what I've heard, the counselor in the school should be held accountable as well. Without knowing all the facts, I can't say. Well, then, of course. If they knowingly did this, then yes. This is an accomplice after the fact. They knowingly assisted after having a knowledge of what will transpire. Okay. So good, good. We're all in favor of that. But this is the slippery slope. This is America, after all. This is what happens. Let's say that that in three weeks, a dad gives his son an AR-15. His son makes good grades, things like that, all this kind of good stuff. Gives his son an AR-15. He's old enough. It's not against the law, all this kind of good stuff. Now, four months from now, let's say this kid goes through a devastating breakup with his girlfriend right after, ha- uh, and it, let, let's say the kid's 17, so his frontal lobe's not fully developed. Goes through a terrible breakup with a girlfriend. It's completely depressed. Remember, I was in my, my 40s or 30s whenever I did my suicide. I had no idea I suffered from depression. 17-year-old sure as shit ain't going to know. And then he takes that AR-15 that was gifted to him at Christmas time to school. Opens fire. Kills four kids. Does that dad deserve to be arrested 
and go on trial. Seventeen, Ken Dog. Look, it, it doesn't matter the age of gift if you can give somebody a gun. I've known ten-year-olds that have owned guns. Parents bought the gun for it, gave them to them to go hunting. Ah, Ogre says again. Does the teen have open access to the firearm? It's his. He bought it for him when the kid was good before he got depressed. If so, he's partially held accountable. It would depend on state to state. Now, let, 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 I'm asking you. I'm not asking state to state. I'm asking you, the ass family member. If you were to buy a gun for your kid at Christmas, and then six months later that kid was depressed and used that gun to shoot somebody up, and maybe the kid held depression from the parents. Maybe the parents knew he was down because he broke up with his girlfriend. Do the parents bear responsibility? Yep, exactly. See, uh, that's different. He didn't know he was going to do that, where the other parents, I understand, I understand. But see, here's th- this is why I framed it that way. Of course, if the parents know that the kid's going to shoot up the school, I would say absolutely, positively they're responsible. But they're the ones that bought him the gun. How far do we let the slippery slope go? Now, do I think these parents deserve to be in jail? Fucking absolutely, positively. I can agree with all of you. But the problem is, is the precedent that it, st- that it sets. That if you buy, and, and, and under our leadership now, and these morons that are in office, if you buy your kid a gun, and that kid then goes out and uses that gun for a, a, a crime, you'll be held responsible. Boy, I've never seen gun control played that well before. Uh, well, it'd be like an automobile, I imagine. Nope, not at all like an automobile. Uh, the kid might be a good kid, well-adjusted, and have an accident that causes vehicular homicide. The parents are going to be partially responsible. It makes me quake in my boots when my kids are old enough to drive. You're responsible uh, in in that case right there, fiscally. You're fiscally responsible. Not talking fiscally, because, yes, of course, the parents of a 17-year-old will be fiscally, financially responsible for any damage the kid does. Yes, I'm talking about criminally. A lot of times in that case, Ogre, it's not going to be a criminal case against them. Maybe, well, if the kid's drunk. You give your you give your kid a, a a car for their 16th birthday, and when they're 16 and a half, they decide to go out partying, and they get in a DUI accident. The parents aren't going to jail. If you bought him a car and then he used that car to run into a parade of Christmas, can you charge them for that? Uh, if you bought him the car to do that, I would imagine yes. But it's only the car that's doing it. There's no driver. Remember, CNN said a car drove through that. 
I don't think so, but this Michigan one seems to me and pretty much everyone around believes the parents are responsible. But in general, no, parents are not accountable. No, you're, I, I agree with you. I'm trying to say that this is where we're going to go with it. That you will get some whack job DA somewhere, some liberal city, when a kid decides to go out and, and he, he shoots somebody. Where'd you get that gun? Oh, I got it through my parents. Well, this is part of that whole gun control. Kid doesn't have enough money to buy a gun, but the parents do. So if you start charging parents with crimes that kids commit with those guns, guess what? Parents then will stop buying guns. See, there's all kinds of ways to promote and use gun control. No matter what, parent is responsible for the child until they're 18. Therefore, if I ever buy Sawyer or Hudson a gun in my safe, unless I'm with him. Okay. Then I give my kid a gift card to a sportsman, and she can buy it all herself if that's what she wants from there. Well, what if she's not old enough to get it? You can legally buy at certain ages, but you can gift them anything they want. I just can't uh, buy into charging someone else for something that someone might do. It's a very, it is a very slippery slope, and that's why I'm making this point of saying it. Once you start to open that slippery slope, you're going to see it slide and slide and slide and slide. Look, I'm giving you a scenario that has not happened yet, and let's hope it never does. But we all know that it is now that the precedent is being set. They might not go to jail for gun-related crime, but definitely charge them civilly. Again, it would depend on, yeah, oh, absolutely. See, civilly, the parents are always going to be responsible until that kid reaches 18. So there you go. But, yes, we can all agree that these dirtbag parents, Jennifer Crumley and her husband, Jackass Crumley, deserve to be in jail. I, I'm with you there. I am 100% with you there. Um, by the way, did anybody pay attention to this story out of Joel Osteen's church? Captain Crooked himself, Joel Osteen. Guess they were getting a, a, something was wrong at, at the church. I believe. Shitter was full. Oh, okay, and that's why the plumber was there working on it because. Shitter was full. Okay, they're at that big, gigantic monstrosity of a church. Um, and they had to remove some tile to fix the. Shitter was full. And they found all these envelopes, and they found close to. Six hundred thousand dollars that had previously gone missing. Isn't that interesting? The money disappeared from the church's safe in 2014. No arrests were made in the case, and Houston Police Department investigation remains open. So it's been sitting in that bathroom this whole time. You know, is this where Joel Osteen buries his money? Is around the church? Yeah. Oh, I read about this—the magically stolen money. Yeah, stolen, stolen from his flock. That lizard eye flicking demon motherfucker. No one creeps me out more than Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen is a creepy fucking dude. I'm just telling you, he is a part of the lizard people. 
He, look, I, I'll say this. That he looks like the kind of guy that has been to a fucking human sacrifice and enjoyed it. Probably the point of masturbating. I'm just saying. Boy, they're, they're, oh, God, if he and Fauci were to ever, if they were to team up, that'd be fucking, that would be Hitler and Goebbels coming back for you. Why couldn't Joel, Fauci use Joel Osteen instead of Beagles for his experiments? Jewel makes a killing off selling people tickets to heaven. I, I saw some story on Vice Network this weekend about that. And they were talking about good old Keith Copeland or Kenneth Copeland. He lives in Fort Worth. My dad liked listening to him. This guy, this guy is an angry man of God. His house in Fort Worth is worth $6 million. Now, I will tell you this right now. A $6 million house in Fort Worth, that is a fucking huge house. Isn't like This isn't like spending $6 million up in, uh, 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 in, in Granite Bay. It's going to be probably four times the size of a house in Granite Bay. It's got a boathouse. And that's just his house. Motherfucker has a fleet. Are you ready for this? A fleet of aeroplanes. Including the world's fastest plane. These guys make tons of money. Selling them gift cards to heaven. I tell you. Boy, what a what what garbage they are. Uh, maybe he's a big fan of Super Mario Brothers and hides money under bricks until a plumber comes along, hits the tile, poof, coins pop out. I'll bet Joel sits in fiery dungeon dressed as a spiked turtle well wielding an axe. I hope they start digging around the church and find out Joel's a serial killer. That would be awesome. Yeah, this is what not having to pay tax gets to you. Yeah, absolutely. Right, brothers and sisters of Arnadad? In our church, I'm the church leader, Arnisius. Uh, real things here that could be ha- that are happening, that are reflected by the supply chain problem. Uh, one thing that is reportedly running out all over the country is, uh, or they're having a problem, are pharmacies. They're running out of prescription medications, and the U.S. FDA show there are about 111 drugs on back order, including heart medication, antibiotics, and cancer drugs. That's the real deal. So you can't get drugs anymore. Now, this one is going to be the one that affects the most people. Are you ready? Sit down, everybody. There is a liquor shortage. No, I'm not trying to be smart. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just telling you the truth, that there is a liquor shortage in America. They say supply chain issues are very real and will impact every liquor retailer throughout the country at some point. Experts in the industry 
say certain wine and liquor may be hard to find over the next few weeks and possibly months, depending on what the spirit is. They say a lot of things factor into why it's happening. The global alcohol supply chain has dealt the same hand that's causing other product shortages during the pandemic. Ogre says, good thing I don't drink. It's bad enough having a Lego shortage, right? We were worried about drug shortages when we have the first son, Hunter Biden, just ask him. Oh, he's got everything. And half the guitars I buy are from some Indonesian, South Korea, fucking hell. Dale says, thanks, Obama, LMAO. There's also a bottle shortage. Some whiskey companies like Four Roses and Bullet are having trouble getting bottles. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a tough year. Can you imagine your favorite whiskey you can't have and you have to be around her family or you have to be around his family? Like th- this year it goes on on them. They, they, they get to go to their families and you don't like their family. Sorry, we don't have any bourbon. The damn store ran out. How about I build a distillery on Whore Island? Problem solved for me anyway. There you go. My guitars are from Korea, at least my nice ones. That's the one thing I don't know. Where do they make the best guitars? I didn't even know that. I know, uh, like, like, violins and stuff are really good over in France. Grant says, Douglas, how many guitars do you have? Guitars. Guitars. All right. So that does it for our first segment of the show. Lots of crazy shit going on out there. That's two supply issues. You'll have to tolerate your family this Christmas. God, that's going to be terrible. I'm so sorry you have to do that. Delete. Go in here. Close that. Close that. In there. You you know Arnie Guitar Town. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I was going to start it tomorrow, but I'm starting it today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is cover songs all week. At ArnieRadio.com. Who you trying to get crazy with, Whitey? Don't you know I'm loco? Sunshine since I don't know when. 
Against my skin, like the shadows on wall, come and lay down by my side till the early morning light. All I'm taking is your time. Oh, help me make it through. I don't care who's right or wrong And I don't need to understand Oh, let the devil take tomorrow Cause tonight I need a friend Yesterday is dead end 
and tomorrow's out of sight It's so sad to be alone Oh, help me make it through the night songs of the week were Folsom Prison Blues from Everlast, who's like the main rapper from House of Pain. Not too bad. The second one blew me away. When I saw this, I said, I have to play it. And uh, Cowboys Girl, I, I have to disagree with you. Patsy Klein did a good job on, on your cheating heart. But look, when it comes to that song, your cheating heart, there is only one version of that song. And, I mean, it was cool to see James Brown do it, but, I mean, this is the original. You can't go wrong with Hank Sr. You're cheating hard. But, hey, James Brown made it his own. You can't deny that. And then the last one was a Chris Christopherson song that a bunch of people have redone. I like the Tyler Childress version of Helping Make It Through the Night. By the way, I've got more cool shit coming up. Look, it's going to be a fun week. It is going to be a fun week of music. By the way, we have two Mount Rushmores this week. I thought we came up with it. I know that we're going to do military, best movie military characters on Wednesday. I came up with the best signature sandwiches, and I thought there was maybe another one. But we got those coming up this week, too. So there you go. This week is set. Now, before we go any further, we got to go over things that happened yesterday in the National Football League and all the sports and stuff from this weekend. Busy weekend. All right, enough, enough of this. All right, enough football. Okay, there we go. Uh, all right, so uh, last night, who played last Was there a game on last night? I didn't watch much of it, the Chiefs and Broncos. Uh, let's see. So, Cowboys didn't play yesterday, which is why I have no idea about any of these games because I didn't watch any football yesterday. Christopherson, now that's a guy who's just stuck to writing. LOL. Amen to that. 
Um, all right, so the Buccaneers beat the Falcons. No shocker there. Cardinals beat the Bears. Once again, no shocker. The Chargers and Bengals. I watched a little bit of this game. I can't say I didn't watch football all day, but I had to uh, I, I had to watch some of this game. Joe Burrow got hurt in this game, quarterback with his finger. We could do the Mount Rushmore vegetables, carrots, broccoli, is AOC. <laughs> um, the sh- Raiders shit the boat. Did they? I didn't see. Did they play? Uh, so the Bengals uh, lost to the Chargers. I still don't know if the Bengals are, are for real. And this one here, uh, poor Hot Stephanie. I know poor Hot Stephanie is a, a Vikings fan. Is she listening today? I'm, I'm looking through here. I, I don't see her anywhere in here. Um, uh, Hot Stephanie, I'm so sorry that your Vikings got beat by the fucking Lions. The Lions got their win. God damn, beating the Vikings 29-27. Holy shit. Uh, The Giants lost to the Dolphins. There's no shocker there. The Eagles, they got that Minishu character from Jacksonville that released. The guy with the great mustache, he led them. And then he was really fired up about leading them to a win. But it was a win against the fucking Jets, man. I mean, how pumped can you really get? You beat the Jets. Well, you threw all your passes to the right green team member this week. Way to go. Uh, I just been watched my Real Housewives yesterday. Way more physical <laughs> physicality than football anymore. I believe that. Uh, Jaguars got the shit beat out of them by the Rams. Saw that one. God damn it, Raiders. I didn't know you were playing against the damn Washington Redskins. I got to get them off my damn tail. How in the hell is it you lose to the damn Washington football team? They ain't even got a mascot, and you're losing to them. Come on. I saw Goff running off the field like he had punched a ticket to the Super Bowl. Colts shut out the Texans. I mean, it's a real battle to see who's worse, the Texans or the Vikings. Or the Jaguars. You can throw them in that mix, too. Steelers beat the Ravens. How? Man, Steeler fans fucking hate Ben Roethlisberger this season. But, hey, got him to 6-5-1. 49ers lost to the Seahawks. Now, how can that happen? Before you say it, the 49ers beat themselves as usual. Beating them up, that shitty team, same old story. Come on. Jimmy Garoppolo, what the fuck, dude? You can't beat the worst team in your division? Tonight's game, who's tonight? Oh, tonight's that great game. Yeah, tonight's the Patriots and Bills. Shit, yeah, I like tonight's game. There you go. I think they settle for the Washington Wokes. Garoppolo and Shanahan need to fucking go. Well, all right. So that, now going is a big thing right now in college football. Uh, we found out that uh, Manny Diaz has been fired from the University of Miami, and they're going to name the University of Oregon's head coach. So he's leaving Oregon to go coach Miami. 
Clemson's defensive coordinator, Brett Venables, is taking over the Oklahoma job, and a gigantic sigh of relief is breathed by me due to the fact that it's not the fucking the flick fella from Cincinnati. I didn't want him going to OU because where he if he can get talent at Cincinnati and go undefeated, oh, he'd be a badass at fucking OU. So I'm glad Venables because Clemson's defense sucked last couple of years, so good. Bye. By the way, Brian Kelly, the former Notre Dame head coach, has acquired a Southern accent, and all of us Southerners are making fun of him for it. He had a, they had like a pep rally for him, and I thought he almost said, I do declare. We don't say that in the South. No, no, we don't. Anybody? Oh, so let's see. Oregon has a job opening now. Nobody want that. Notre Dame's going with their defensive coordinator, and that's going to eat that guy up. They they are not going to be good for a couple years now. All you know, Irish fans out there, they're going to suck. Now we had the college uh, championship games this weekend. We saw some tickets get punched to go to uh, the the national championship games. And something that made my heart smile a little bit. I, I and, and look, I usually hate this team. I, I really do. You guys know me. You, you know my hatred because they ruined a trip for me. But I got to say, the other night when this happened. One, two, three. Turn it up. enough of that shit okay they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game and beat them like the little brother that they are in the SEC and I knew that that was going to cause all kind I knew that right there eliminated Notre Dame from playoff contention because they're going to have two teams from the Southeastern Conference in there Michigan they got a huge win over the weekend they beat Iowa 42 to 3 like they should have they're in the playoff. And Cincinnati, they won their conference. They're not from a Power 5 conference. And they are going to be in the playoff. They'll be taking on Alabama. And a lot of people are upset. Oh, how, how do you do that to Cincinnati? They're undefeated. Why are they playing it? Because that's the way the playoffs work. Georgia-Michigan will be the other game. Now, we have some bowl games that uh, all the bowl games have been released, and I'm sad to say that I will not be excited about bowl season this year due to the fact that the quitters from the University of Texas were not invited to a bowl game this season. Didn't have enough wins to qualify, so no bowl game they go to. But there is light at the end of this tunnel due to the fact that Steve Sarkeesian already has 33 commits for next year, all four-star or better players, and the transfer portal is open. And Quinn Ewers, the kid with the greatest mullet in all the high school sports who walked out on his team as a senior, 
to enroll at the University of Ohio State or Ohio State University. He's entering the transfer pool, and he's visiting the Longhorns this week. Oh, please let it happen. Oh, did Notre Dame not make the top four for the playoffs? Laughing. Can I get a, I don't mean to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I need to put that in my first bed there because I use this one too much. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh, my stepdad's from Iowa. It was a long night for him on Saturday. Yep. Those bitches at UT should be running laps until they look like Ethiopians. Amen, brother. Well, Longhorns didn't play particularly well this year. I seen it. Yeah. Well, oh, I saw it, too. You were there. You saw them play against Kansas. You saw the win. They were awful this year. All right. So, uh, bowl season starts on December 17th with the Bahamas Bowl. That's terrible. I'm just trying to find a decent bowl game to start by talking about here. Um, No, 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 or something that pisses me off. Okay, the Armed Forces Bowl, Army versus Missouri. Okay. I don't really care about that one. Uh, Central Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl, taking on Florida. Florida should wear them out. Nevada made a bowl game. Wow, congratulations. A quick lane bowl against Western Michigan. Let's see. Uh, Texas Tech made a fucking bowl game. God damn it. Mississippi State versus Tech in the Liberty Bowl. SMU made a bowl game. Damn it. Playing in the Fenway Bowl. That's made up. The Cheez-It Bowl, Clemson, who's been in the playoffs for the last three years, is going to take on Iowa State. Iowa State might beat them. Alamo Bowl is Oklahoma against Oregon. Oh, that'd be ugly. Fucking Tennessee is in a goddamn bowl game. Are you fucking kidding me? The Vols made a bowl game this year and the Horns didn't. Fuck, I'm mad now. Go Purdue. So the Cotton Bowl will be Alabama versus Cincinnati. That'll be on December the 31st. I'm trying to see all these games here. Uh, uh, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma. Ooh, Fiesta Bowl is Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. Go Pokes. Since you couldn't beat Baylor this weekend, assholes. Baylor gets the Sugar Bowl against Ole Miss. They're going to get beat. And the Orange Bowl, December 34th, Michigan versus Georgia. So there you go. There is all the bowl games and all the bowl season all wrapped up and not one Longhorn at a bowl this year. That makes me sick to my stomach. Now, to cure that, let's talk about the holidays, shall we? Now, Amazon has released their 118 gift ideas to shop for this year at Amazon. Now, we're not going to read all 118, but we'll go through a few of these. Let's see what they have. The number one thing they say to buy this year. Well, no, I ain't going to. We'll start. We'll go from the bottom up. 
Well, we'll, we'll go. Well, let's see. Let, the the hundred and twenty first thing. Okay, good. Now you see what that that shit is. Wow, goddamn, there's a lot of shit on this list. And I mean a lot of shit, like garbage. Really, the the game Candyland ranks at ninety two. You buy your kids Candyland, you fuck, you have some dumbass kid, or you got some little kids. That's good for like a four year old. Uh, let's see. Do do do. I should have came up with a better plan. This I don't. I'm not gonna do toys. Kids get toys all the time. New glittery Crocs. So if you have a fan of Crocs out there, they have the new glitter glitter version. Wow, those are fucking abysmal. I like Crocs too, but not those. Of course, number five is the Rapid Beard Growth Grooming and Trimming System. I don't know about y'all. I, 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 ladies, let me ask you this. Are beards played out? Are beards done? Because I'm done with beards. I, I'm tired of seeing guys in beards. My gift for myself is I'm flying home for Christmas. Can't wait. That's awesome. For your slut friend, get plan B. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Beards, number 55. All right, lip liner, gloss, all that kind of shit. Number 47 is the Instant Pot Pro 10-in-1 Pressure Cooker, 80 bucks. Not a bad idea. Just, guys, 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 be careful. See, this, the, the, these are the gifts that get you in trouble. To me, beards are hot only if they are very well-maintained. I'm not into beards, but I got some friends that are. Okay. Well, just remember, all those guys that have those really, really well-maintained beards, they use product. And under certain rules of being a man, the phrase, do you have any product, is not to be used. By the way, uh, used the uh, the uh, the air fryer this weekend. I made some uh, some buffalo chicken thighs this weekend. Oh, I gotta say, I got it down. Now, see what I gotta do. This is what I gotta do. I gotta find my own unique recipe for bar for for fried chicken because I just used the Hooters uh, the flour. And that's how it fries up. I need to make my own, and I will have my own soon. Get rid of the big Civil War neckbeards. It's like the homeless population rated a Macy's. Yeah. Throwing the annual Christmas party this year, and the theme is cowboy. Uh, growing this itchy bastard right now. Soon as done, uh, getting it trimmed. Okay. I grow a beard for a couple months and get rid of it. Currently, I have the limey beard minus chin thing. Oh, the limey beard. Okay. That's pretty cool. All right. So, let's get back to the gifts here. The Instapot, Ogre says, is awesome. This is where you got to be careful, guys. You got to make sure your girl asks for one of these because you don't want to get stuck with, is my cooking not good? That's the question right there. And, oh, I'm, I'm just here to serve you. Oh, am I the house cook? You got to watch out for those. Got to watch out for those two things. If your girl does ask for this, though, damn like get it. 
That thing looks awesome. I only use Snoop's fried chicken recipe and only once or twice a year. My arteries can't take that. Okay. Uh, I've never used one of these. uh, One of these drink make sparkling water soda makers. For the simple fact of this. It ain't going to taste as good as Dr. Pepper. You can get me all the Dr. Pepper flavor in the world and give me one of these soda makers. Guess what? It's going to end up sucking. Just telling you that right now. It don't taste the same. Your lying-ass friends are just being nice to you. Worst thing is these beta male boys trying to grow neck beards, and it looks like they have top ramen noodles hanging from their chins. Now, this one's pretty cool. The Crosley Belt Drive Bluetooth Turntable. 200 bucks. See, this is the thing I don't like, though. I I know that vinyl's, like, trying to make a comeback. But you remember when we were growing up back in the day? Records were, like, less than 10 bucks. I remember it was, like, $6.99 or $7.99 for a record. Now they're, like, $35. They know better. Still got the cracks and the pops in them. People love it, though. Uh, what's this thing here? The cute mini fridge, a pink fridge. That's stupid. That's just dumb. Cameras, okay, got that on there. The neckbeard is the new fedora of hipster. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You just want to beat up everybody that has a beard. The Bala Bangles, adjustable, wearable wrist and ankle weights. That's fucking gay. Those are terrible wrist weights. I saw that they have like they have celebrities doing these like hand weights now that you can box with them. Those aren't weights. Fucking get some rocks in your hand. You want to give that? You want to spend eighty dollars on that shit? And just put rocks in your hands. The twelve piece acrylic resin hair clips. Is that, is that a gift for a little kid? Because I can't see you giving your girlfriend hair clips for Christmas. That would be, oh, man, you are, you are not getting any ass if you give hair clips for Christmas. Fucking Pikachu is back. You old Pikachu. Now, this is something good here. The Big Asu HD Bluetooth projector, 150 bucks. Put that shit in there and fucking blow it up on your screen or on your wall. Now, see, this is not a gift. This is something that maybe an aunt or a cousin gives you. The South Pole men's jogger fleece pants. That's a really uppity way of saying sweats. Hey, what'd you get this year for Christmas? I got sweats. Huh? Who gives sweats for Christmas? I mean, if they're like designer, like this is not designer. These are 12 bucks. You get like an Adidas tracksuit or like a a Puma sweatsuit. That's something else. These are just plain gray sweats. Egg weights are great for fighters. The silicone clobbering that, uh, 
Bobbering that attaches your finger makes it way easier to use. Okay. Coolest thing I saw lately is the jar bottle opener that you place under your kitchen cabinets. Okay. That's pretty cool. That is a good one. You said it, the ant you never see until Christmas rolls around, LOL. Yeah. Fucking gray sweatpants. I got sweats. It, moms can give that. See, that's okay. Moms can give that. You got that for your boys? Hopefully they're not listening right now and I ruined Christmas for them. But see, that's something that maybe a mom can give kids. Sure. See, th- what they need to do is they need to hire me for these articles, and they need to let me tell who you should buy this stuff for. No, 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 you shouldn't return them. That's, it, moms can get it in aunts and grandmas. That's it. See, here, Hot Mom, this is, let, let, let's say that there's a guy out there, and you're going to date him, and he's going out with you, and he buys you a pair of gray sweats. You don't want to get that. I, I understand you got the giggity out of it. You're out. Mike D says it. He, he, he's on board with me. He gets it. He goes, moms can't get away with it as long as they're better gifts. Yeah. How about the Cuisinart stand mixer? $249. Well, look at that. I love sweatpants season. My husband's. Dick always looks especially inviting when he's wearing them. All right. Now enough about fucking sweatpants, you damn perverts. Turning my show into fucking Caligula here. Now, God damn it. Let me tell you this right now. Make sure your person collects the La Croissant place because they got the enameled cast iron signature iron handle skillet. It's a fucking cast iron skillet. It's got some fancy paint on there. That's it. I can get you a cast iron skillet. Why why do I make a big deal out of this? Because I think unless you collect it, which we have a collector here at at, at States Manor, this to me, just I I just shake my head. And I understand the collection needs to be, but, but if they don't collect it and they're just buying somebody a pot, The La Crusette enameled cast iron signature iron handle skillet, a hundred and ninety fucking dollars. Uh, uh, you can get that same thing at Walmart or Target. Same cast iron skillet for about twenty bucks. Tell you what, this is what you do. You get that cast iron skillet from like 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 Target. Well, let's say you get it at Target or Walmart. You go back to their craft section, and you get a lot of blue paint. And you just paint that some bitch. That way, it'll look like the La Croissant one. <sighs> I can't say I'm better than you with the $9.99 Walmart special. Yeah, but. My 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 cast iron skillet works just as good as a hundred and ninety dollar cast iron skillet. So a box of masks isn't a good president. <laughs> Better go to the sweats, I guess. There you go. Uh, mug set, the Bodum coffee maker with permanent filter, twenty nine ninety 
20 bucks. All right, enjoy that. Ooh, here we go. The 3.7 quart pergamental fry uh, air fryer with eight cook presets, 60 bucks. Not bad at all. Let's see. Champion manuscript. Back, it's a backpack. $36. Backpacks have always been too expensive. That's, that's a product that's been way too expensive for way too long. We need to say enough is enough. Oh, the new UGG women's fluff. Yeah, slide slipper. These are slippers that are furry. And they're from Uggs. There you go. You get that. Fossil watch, it's $90. How about you go fuck yourself? Fossil watch. More hair scrunchies. And the number one thing they're saying this year, the Orle Women's Thickened Down Jacket, $159. So this is a big old heavy coat. If you live in a tropic area, do not get this. This is for people that live in Minnesota. Yeah. Where it's going to be about minus 42 today, Bill. Yeah. We're going to be shoveling snow until about then. We can stay around, you know, the minus 25. But, man, this jacket is, it's got that Gore-Tex in there. Boy, I tell you what, that Gore-Tex keeps you good and warm and toasty. These cold Minnesota days. Uh, let's see. What is underwear? They don't have any underwear on here. I haven't seen any. Uh, probably staying away from that because all the fucking horn dogs out there. Let me scroll through. This is all stuff that's just available on Amazon. I know Amazon's probably got underwear and shit you can buy. Is that underwear right there? The lounge set. Like shorts and a kind of long sleeve shirt with buttons on it. No, that's just stupid looking. Let's see if they got any drawers on here. Lots of toys near the end, headphones, big old fucking oversized turtleneck sweaters. I, you know, look, it's the holidays. I'm, I'm just here to help, to, to help keep you out of trouble. That's what I'm here to do. Oh, here we go. The Acour Lace Trim Komoto Satin Robe, only 17 bucks. There you go. You get her a Komodo and you walk in the room and it is on. No. 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 Of course, they have, you know, earbuds from Bose and Apple and all that kind of shit. So there you go. Those are a lot of the good gift ideas this year. By the way, speaking of gifts, guess what's reopening? At least one new store. That's right. You don't want to grow up? You want to be a Toys R Us kid? Well, good news. A new store is about a year away. It's going to open at New Jersey's American Dream. Oh, babies. It's going to open up at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey, that is. Oh, that means the Bull of the Woods could be there. No, no, it's not. 
This is just one, though. That's it. Just one brand new Toys R Us is going to be built until they all get rebuilt again because we need Toys R Us. I, I mean, this is why I want Toys R Us back because that's where the best parent fights were. Think about it. You think about all those, the, the days of glory past when, when news crews would be out at Black Friday and you'd see people storm into stores. Sure, they stormed into Target and, and Walmart, but they were never as good as the storming in of Toys R Us. Those parents went crazy. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised. And, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but I'm honestly surprised that no one was ever beaten to death in a Toys R Us. I miss the Toys R Us. What happened to Jeffrey the Giraffe? Was he canceled? Well, he looks like he's in, like, I, I have a picture of this store uh, in the mall that it's in. Hold on here. I'll, uh, and it looks like Jeffrey is back. Here's the story. Looks like it's going to be one of them big-ass corner stores at the mall. Not, not necessarily like a Dillard's or something, but, you know, one of them corners that leads back to the hallway where Dillard's is at. All right. Oh, okay. So since we gave you the gifts, here are the most hated holiday tasks. These are the things that people hate doing. What do you hate? What is your least favorite thing to do around the holidays? There you go. I'm asking you the question. What task do you hate doing around the holidays? anyone here remembers the news stories about the cabbage catch pandemonium in the 80s oh that's what i all i love it uh i asked what you hate about it mike d says wrapping presents that is the number one answer triple t says all of it ogre says cleaning until my kids to quiet the fuck down at least says cleaning wow you're at says i still have two original cabbage patch kids be jealous Ken Dog says, damn in-laws. V Coop says, work holiday parties. Oh, that's so good. Ogre says, wrapping gifts is easy. It's called a gift bag and tissue paper and tape. Bam! Uh, cleaning constantly. Adam J says, Stackhorse is traveling. Ogre says, I wish I, I was there. TV footage of Cabbage Patch Anarchy with Jim Ross doing the play-by-play. Uh, it's the worst. I paid my niece 50 bucks last year. They say that wrapping is the number one complaint about the holidays. The hardest things to wrap, bicycles, gym equipment, sports balls, guitars, and candles. I did wrap a couple gifts. One, not very good. The other one, a little above my pay grade, I got to say. 
I, too, hate wrapping gifts. Why? Because I'm not good at it, and no man should be. I'm here to tell you right now, if your man is good at wrapping gifts, he might like cock. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not guaranteeing it. I did not play the guarantee thing. Ah, guarantee. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I didn't guarantee it. I'm saying there is a strong possibility that your man, if he's really good at wrapping gifts, the better he is at wrapping the gifts, the closer he is to cock in his mouth. Just say it. Playing on Christmas Eve, it's either going to be a ghost town or complete pandemonium. Yeah. Sure, get my dick in a box this year. Also, who the fuck wraps a bike? Slap down bow on with tag. Exactly. What kind of asshole does that? Um, all right. Wrapping gifts isn't the only task that they hated by most people. Oh, here's one. The concept of Secret Santa, where people blindly, look, I hate all that shit. I hate the Secret Santa, and I hate the goddamn whatever you call it. Whatever your damn party is, whether it's a white elephant or white gazebo or something, I hate those fucking things, where you have to buy somebody a gift, and then you can fucking trade for it. I, I hate that. That just takes up too much time, and I'm dealing... And, and by the way, the gifts aren't really that good. Oh, I hate that more than anything. More than anything. And, it, and it, a little bit... I have hated it ever since the, the, the beginning of it. But that year, and yes, I tell the story every year, and I'll tell it again this year. The year that I went to fucking dad's girlfriend's families for Christmas... The year, the 2011, what a fucking awful holiday that was. Because I was around people that, A, I didn't know, and B, I wouldn't get to know because I didn't like hardly any of them. So I have to, you know, what they do there is they do the, 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 the blind secret Santa, and then they do the white elephant. So you're given a person, okay, and the, the budget's like 50 bucks. And I'll never forget it. I went out of my way to try to play along with this game. The person I got, they had candles on their list. They had all this stuff on there. They had a one-quart Pyrex bowl or fucking glass. I don't know. And I could not find just one Pyrex thing. I had to buy the whole set. So I bought the whole set and and the one liter, one, I don't know, what the fuck ever, one gallon thing was in there. And I got home, and Dad's girlfriend, Beverly, the stupid bitch that she was who ran the game, she goes, no, 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 that's not it. That was not on her list. You have to return it. You have to play within the rules. You have to return it. And I said, gladly, gladly. Took it back, got more candles and shit, spent my $50, boom, I was right on task. Then the day comes to open these gifts. Now, I remember that year I made it real easy. I said gift cards to certain stores, and if anybody wants to buy me Copenhagen, Copenhagen is always a safety gift for me at the holidays. Well, I get my gifts, and there's three of them in there. One of them is a pair, a, a box or a bag of socks. 
Now, if you know me, you know I don't really wear socks. I wear socks if I have cowboy boots on. Usually I'm wearing sandals, and I do not wear socks with sandals. Ever. So she gave me a bag of socks, which, by the way, not on my list. Then, then, the bitch got me a joke book. And it was clean jokes. Not even dirty jokes. Clean. So I, I look at that gift, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not quite funny enough. Thank you. But the ultimate spit in the eye in 2011, which would have been my 15 years of sobriety. I'd been sober for the last 15 years. And she got me a flask and said, if you ever just say, what the fuck? I didn't find it to be funny. My dad didn't find it to be too funny. And and I ended up leaving the party about 15 minutes after that happened. So, look, look. If you have to take part in a secret Santa, okay, and you have to write out a list and you're, you're... Don't go off the list. The list is there for a reason. Get something on the fucking list. Jesus Christ. I don't know why people say, uh, why do people do that? Hey, what would you like for Christmas this year? Give me a list. And then you give them a bunch of other shit. You asked for the list, now you're going to give me other shit? Why did you even have me make a list, dickhead? Oh, I hate this shit. Yep, your out says if someone gets me something not on my list, it better be really really good and really expensive. Damn right. Those are the only two things that people hate really this year. Are, are wrapping gifts. Oh, come on. There's so many other things. The office Christmas party, that is terrible. Let me just tell you, that is awful. Oh, I, look, somebody just texted me and says, Arnie, that ain't even funny, man. That's the same as handing a junkie a bag of dope and a pipe or a needle. I know. Gave me a fucking flask. I it, she, she tried to, uh, like, Later the next year, in, in 2012, she was at the house. She was at Dad's house with, with Dad and Stupid. And she, like, kind of apologized because she didn't realize that I was sober. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and, but yet she said she listened all the time. Anybody who listened to that show I was on in 2011, you know, that was on during the morning, they, everybody knew I was sober on that show. Oh, the worst. I hate Secret Santas. One particular family always gets us, and they get us uh, this year. I'm predicting, based on previous gifts, getting a candle and my husband a sweater he won't wear. I decided to make a wish list on Amazon. Let's hope they stick to that. You know they won't. Why not find someone who tried to kill themselves with medications? A fat gift card for CVS. 
Flask can hold Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I'll drink Dr. Pepper openly. I ain't going to hide that. Yeah, oh, believe me. Hey, everybody's come. My, it was a long time. I'd still get pissed. at. Look, I've, I'm people give me the worst gifts, and this is why I always try to make gift lists for everybody. I mean, let's remember, I got a Book of Mormon with my name in it for a birthday. I didn't want that. Oh. I remember one birthday when I was growing up. I, 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 was, I was early, early, early in my radio career. I might have been one year past the intern. And I was dating this girl. And she was only dating me so she could go to a concert that she wanted to. Fucking whore. And my birthday came up. And I, I said I wanted a Milky Way cake. My, my aunt used to make these Milky Way cakes. And there was like seven Milky Ways in the cake. Great cake. Bitch showed up at the radio station with a fucking Snickers cake. Jeez. Picky fat ass. I'll see if I ever buy you an Oklahoma shirt again. <laughs> I will always be recipient to a dick in the box, okay? Yeah, like, 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 these are the other things they hate about the holidays. I mean, the, the mandatory Christmas party. These are, these are awful for everybody, except the people that throw them. Because the people that throw them are the suck-ups at work anyway, usually. And this is their moment to shine at work. Like, hey, look what I did. And, and they want you to go out of your way and thank them. And there, there's nothing wrong with thanking them. But they try to go out of their way to get you to thank them. They're pains in the ass. And usually the parties suck. And by the way, they, hey, to all you plant party planners out there, there doesn't need to be an inside-inside theme. It's a Christmas party. Theme is covered. You ever seen these where, oh, let's go as, as Santa's elves this year. Why are you dressing up for it? It's already Christmas time. Just go to the damn Christmas party. That would be a fun feature until Christmas. Arnie's worst gift countdown tells us about one gift a day until Christmas. V Coop, I can do that. I can do that. Consider today's day one and two. Worst gift countdown. Okay. The uh, flask. Okay. How many? How many days? How many shows do we have until Christmas? Let's see. This is kind of like your advent calendar. So we got the 6th, the 7th, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 for the weekend, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. We're going to go right up to Christmas this year because Christmas Eve is on a Friday this year. So I will have stuff for you. I will try to do my best to remember whatever these gifts are. Let's see, that's uh, 15. Yeah, I've gotten at least 15 really shitty gifts. So, yeah. Mount Rushmore of stupid fucking gifts. Oh, I'm working on some holiday ones. I just had to go to Walmart and buy socks for the Christmas party sock exchange I forgot about today. The sock exchange? 
That's miserable. Wow. Office Christmas party. <laughs> Sienna decided to serve Chilean sea bass again. Yeah, oh, fucking Chilean sea bass. It was always, always at the 98 Rock Christmas party. Man, oh, man, I hated the sea bass. They had it the same place in Sacramento, and they did it during the day on a weekday. That's when we would get our Christmas party. Now, let, let me tell you, let me just tell you, Christmas parties of the past, Back in the old, old, here, you want to go back in time? All right, here. Uh, let's do some, I'll, I'll tell you some stories. All right, all right, here we go. Uh, the second Christmas party I ever went to when I worked at, at Lotus Broadcasting in Reno. It was open bar. Because they, they didn't have one for – they had one my first year, and it was okay. And then the second, third, and fourth year, they didn't have one. They, they decided not to do it, and then all of a sudden they started doing it again. So the second one I went to was at the Atlantis in one of their ballrooms, right? And it was open bar for two hours. So the, 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 this is, this is uh, Grandpa Arnie's tips to new people that are going to Christmas parties. If there is a time limit. On the open bar, I suggest showing up early. Now, the key to this is your tipping. Let's say you go to the open bar right when it opens, and you say, hey, buddy, how about, uh, I don't know, a couple beers? He hands you a couple beers. You hand him a $20 bill and say, I'm going to be coming back all night. Now, not with $20, no. He'll get you the front line. This year, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding about it. I went up there, and I was able to get six beers at a time. <laughs> right? I mean, they're in a casino. They ain't going to run out of beer. And we had our table. <laughs> the morning show at its table, right? <laughs> I got a few stories to tell you here about Christmas parties. Uh but the morning show had a table. We had like two cases of beer on our table. I drank most of them. That was a fun party. So the next year they were having it. They they decided to have the Christmas party at this restaurant in in, in Reno called Bricks. I guess it's a it's a, an attempt to be a fancy restaurant. It ain't even that good, but whatever. So they had the Christmas party there. No open bar. They, 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 they said, nope, uh-uh, nope. Nope, bar, Arnie. Now, did that stop me? The answer, no. You see, <laughs> I was full on in the morning show then, and we were a rock station, and the sister rock station was Classic Rock 105.7. They were still kind of the big dogs in town. Though the show that I was on was was nipping at their heels and about to surpass them, and everybody knew it. 
So my co-host and I decided to go to a bar that was right around the corner, and all you Reno people who remember what Scruple was, Scruples, Scruples had these giant beers. And we went every time we went to Scruples, you got hammered. So we show up at Scruples two hours before the Christmas party, which is literally right around the corner from this Bricks place. Yes, got all sorts of sauced. Show up at the Christmas party. And that was the infamous night that we hit the opposing morning shows, the leader, his wife, in the face with a dinner roll. Oh, I'm not kidding. We were, every time somebody got some kind of award or something, we would throw fucking dinner rolls at them. And I mean... We were so shithouse that they eventually asked us to leave the party, but we did not get in any trouble because we were making so much money for the building. It was so fun. And then, so so fast forward, now I'm sober. I hate going to Christmas parties because they're no fun at all anyway, unless you're really drunk. And go to Sacramento. Like I said, they had them in the same place every year, this Victorian-style house in downtown Sacramento. And it would be from like 1.30 to 3. Now, I remember the first one I went to. And they had pretty much, I think it was an open bar. And we, we decided that we were going to get a guy really, really drunk. That was, that was the only thing fun for me to do was get other people really hammered. And this guy, a guy by the name of Chris Rice. Brilliant guy when it comes to imaging and, and sounding of a radio station. He's amazing. Doesn't hold his liquor that well. And we got him fucking housed. And I didn't realize it. You know, my car was back at the station. We all rode together. So we get back to the station, and we see the prince of programming because he's our boss at this time. He is flying towards the studio because Rice is in there, and he's on with Paul Marshall in the afternoon show. And Rice is just housed, and he's cussing on the air. And Paul Marshall's not doing anything about it until, until the Prince of Programming runs down there. So they, they were on to our plan quick because the old big kahuna, our old boss, god damn, he was such a good dude. Our old boss the next year, he had taken notes on this year. So the notes the second year were, and this was the last Christmas party I went to, the notes were, not to let the morning show sit together because we would get others in trouble if we were all together. We were broken up. Like, <laughs> had to sit like over here and Scabby was over there and then there's me right in the middle. Well, the one thing that they didn't assume was that the engineers were going to fuck this year's party up because the engineers were drinking literally. All three engineers we're fucking, they showed up in a limo. And we're like, oh, it's on. And the engineers are sitting there listening to the fucking speech from the Big Kahuna. And they're drinking out of Jack Daniels bottles. I was like, these guys know how to do it. But once they broke us up, I was like, done. I think I went to one more when I was on the afternoon debacle. It wasn't any fun. And of course... Every single year, they had Chilean sea bass. I guess it's supposed to be good. Is Chilean sea bass something that's really, really good? 
I don't know. But I know I, I used to have really a lot of fun at some of those parties. Till they, I mean, <laughs> they fucking broke us up. That was one of the funniest things. And we were we were kind of pissed. I was like, I don't want to fucking go. And I was like, hey, well, you got to go. I go, I don't want to go if I can't sit near you guys. I don't like anybody else here. Uh, but, yes, V Coop, I will work on my list of worst gifts ever. Okay. I have tomorrow's written. Okay, good. So I'll just put that aside. There you go. All right. Anything else? Oh, last story here. Uh, well, let's see. Is this even? That's not Christmas related. So I'll, I'll, I'll save it for the next break. Uh, phone number seven seven five three five seven. Fans. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com. Uh, the the covers continue all week, all week long. What's Ogre say there? Radio station probably has a lifetime deal with South American cocaine growers to have the Chilean sea boss bass in return. Yeah, that, oh, I hated that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, so the cover songs continue. Let me let me do it like this. That's a better way to do it right there. Um, and we'll have them all week. And then next week, a week from this coming Friday, we're going to do something different. We're going to have a live Friday which means I will play nothing but songs from concerts. Live Music Friday. How about that? Um, You can always log on at ArnieRadio.com.
knocking in Boston, Pittsburgh, VA. They've been hard to text around the Frisco Bay. All over St. Louis, over at New Orleans. Everybody wants to dance with Sweet Little Sixteen. Bingo! Sweet Little Sixteen. Just got to have about half a million framed autographs. Her wallet's filled with pictures. She gets them one by one. She gets so excited. Watch her look at her run. Hey, mommy, 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 may I go? It's such a sight to see. Somebody steal the show. If it's alright with my mama, I know it's okay with you. Cause they've been rocking on bandstand uh-huh. in Philadelphia, PA. Deep in the heart of Texas, and around the Frisco Bay. All over St. Louis, we're down to you or All the cats wanna dance with you. Yeah, yeah. Sweet little 16. Oh, baby, to heaven, Jerry. They got the grown-up blue Tight dresses and lipstick Smoking high-heeled shoes But tomorrow morning You'll have to change the trend Be sweet 16 Heading back to class again Play guitar, run Only once a week 
But Hailstorm has a bunch of great covers, so we might play them more, and there might be some other artists that we play a couple times this week. But that was still a night uh, by Hailstorm. I thought, great job. Hailstorm has uh, Ride the Lightning, I believe, and then the 21 Pilots. Those are the ones that I have that I know are going to make it some point this week. They're great remakes. They're, they're, I think they're great cover songs, so there you go. And then the last one, Beatles song, uh, Sweet Little 16, he does with Ringo Starr. And they got the appropriate guy. They got Jerry Lee Lewis to do it, the guy who married his 13-year-old once-removed cousin. So, yes, so there you go. Uh, good morning, Brett. How are you, my man? Uh, and when we end the show, I am playing, I can't believe I found a good recorded version of this. I'm so excited. It's a George Strait cover. He's covered uh, one of the kings of country. I, I can't believe I didn't have this one. But now I do, and I'm very excited, and we will get to that at the end of the show. But before that, we got more stuff to cover here, like that big plastic island that's floating in the Pacific Ocean that we are responsible for one ten-thousandth of. Remember, that you, you know this, this big floating island, which I guess is like the size of the state of Texas now. So I guess it's huge, huge. And they've been studying it, and now they found that plants are now living on the Great Pacific Garbage Patch along with animals like shrimp and amphoids, the study has found out. So now it's becoming its own ecosystem. Plants and animals are living on this big, gigantic island made out of garbage. It stretches 610,000 square miles, three times the size of France, which they thought, scientists thought, this is why you can't always trust scientists. They didn't think there was any way that anything could live on this garbage pile, but now they have found stuff that lives on the big garbage pile. So this is what's going to happen. This is what I love. This is what I go back to my daily observation from today. You're going to have all these environmentalists who are going to say, get rid of that island. But the woke animal lovers are going to be like, you can't. Shrimp live on that island. (laughs) You see, they just battle against each other. Oh, that one's going to be a fun one to watch. Oh. See, Alicia, you you read my mind. Yes, animal rights activists are going to go crazy and say, you can't remove that. Those animals are indigenous to that island. It's not a fucking island. It's garbage. You see, this is the, the moment of peace that I have is that eventually all this shit will go away because people are going to start shutting their fucking mouths because they don't want their shit to go away. I can't wait for it. It'll be like old times when we minded our own fucking business about stuff. Good God almighty. Jesus. Hey, and see, this is the thing I don't understand. They got researchers who are, who are researching the floating mass on boats. Hey, here's an idea. On your boats... Every time you go out there to research because you're not living out there, take a pile of it and take it to a landfill, you fucking idiots. AOC is going to push for rights of Trash Island. Hell, she could be fucking president of Trash Island. 
Good God Almighty. So, there you go. Look, get ready for the fights on that, and I can't wait. Oh, I might cover those live. Uh, let's see. We're, we're going to start slowly with the, with the crime section of the show. And <laughs> before we end, by the way, Douglas, thank you for what you just sent me. That's what I'm going to end the show with today. Uh, in Torrance, California, police are saying robberies are occurring in more and more in gated communities. California burglars are showing up at the home, or, or I'm sorry, the homes of many Asian people. Come stop it. Stop it. Really. Now, just stop it. They show up at the homes of the... Stop. The Asian-American... No, stop. No. No. These Asian-American people while posing as landscapers. Now, now, wait a second. Hold, hold, wait, wait, wait. They, they show up at an Asian's house just as a landscaper. Now, I know for most part the Hispanic community takes care of landscaping. But aren't there a lot of Asian landscape? Why would you show up to an Asian's house to to be a landscaper? Because they're going to be pretty good at it, right? I'm just saying. Torrance police issued a warning about the similarities between multiple burglaries that have occurred. So they got a description of the people. So I guess the people are Mexican that are showing up. But they said said they're showing up as, as landscapers. Right. In recent week, multiple resident burglaries incidents have happened. Uh, details. Uh, let's see. Uh, become aware of this. Townhomes and gated communities are showing up. Be familiar with their surroundings. Show people dressed up with wide-brimmed hats, uh, reflective vests. Well, they could be, you, you know, dot workers. Are you here to cut grass? You're here to rob me. I have a gate in front of my driveway. If you come through unannounced or uninvited, you're going to get shot. And sure, your body is going to get dumped in the pig pen. Those motherfuckers will handle even the bones. Oh, yeah. You just got to pull the teeth because the teeth aren't good for the pig's digestive system, according to a fella named uh, Bricktop in the movie Snatch because he had a pig farm. You always have to beware of men who have a pig farm because they can get rid of bodies quickly there. So there you go. So all kinds of robberies are now happening in California. I know. Shocking. Whatever happened to the Stop the Asian Hate? I know, right? Remember all the, the ad campaigns and everything? What were we supposed to be paying attention to? Instead, we were focused on that. I could never tell any more Asian jokes because they're just too cruel. Stop it. All right, next lawbreaker here. This one this one is pretty funny, if you think about it. So this happened in Georgia where, where, where stealing is still against the law. This isn't like a story in California. 
See, that, that's, what, that, that's the problem with this story. If it happened in California, he wouldn't be arrested. This is the story of Dr. Bruce Carroll, who was charged. First of all, he's a doctor, so there's a problem there. He's charged with felony shoplifting on November 22nd after getting caught stealing them from a store on eight separate occasions between September 23rd and November 3rd. All from the same target. Stole $600 worth of merchandise over that that time frame. Now, I told you he's a doctor. He's not like a medical doctor. No, he's a doctor. He's actually a, a, a doctor in, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? He's a doctor, also a college professor, and he teaches criminology. (laughs) He's a criminal justice professor, and he's been arrested for stealing. Now, look, look, he could could probably, he's probably got, I bet you this, I'm betting this right here, right now, he's going to be saying he's working uh, on a thesis for yet another master's. Yeah, you're out just said it's his thesis. <laughs> uh, so the professor is just doing research. He has stolen $629 worth of shit, according to uh, his biography. Uh, he's the faculty chair of the criminal justice and criminology department and has been with the school since 2014. That is funny shit right there. And we all had the same idea. Maybe he's writing a book on Winona Ryder. Some people um, say hate committed on Asians by non-whites is white supremacy. Seriously, see, they say that other people of color are just used to anti-Asian hate, so they engage in it too. I, it's all crazy, but all this fucking stuff that's it's white supremacy shit, it's just so dumb. Now, our, our final in the, the legal area here. Oh, man. Sometimes you just can't make this stuff up. Uh, let, let's see. Hold on. I got to go to Fox News here and see what's going on. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have some breaking news here. Hold on a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right. Even though uh, his term is coming to an end. New York City New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio issued a preemptive strike mandating uh, mandating that all private sector employees in the Big Apple be vaccinated starting on and it's all due to Omicron Starting now and, and, and ending the, uh, or no, it starts December 27th. He goes on to say, we got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City, New York City. Yes, uh, have decided to use a preemptive strike to really do something bold to stop 
Omicron. See, you're, you're going to stop Omicron. But everybody in the city is going to hate you. Unbelievable. By the way, a uh, little update section here as I'm scrolling through the entertainment part of Fox News. Hoo-wee. Alec Baldwin is getting taken to task by everybody who's ever held a gun, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Hey, there's a cruise ship that'll hire the unvaccinated, LOL. Um, if by chance you happen to watch his... His interview that he did with uh, George Stephanopoulos, he said... Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. I have seen it explained a number of times. John Schneider, Bo Duke, who hates Alec Baldwin, obviously, and I don't blame him for it. He is saying what a lot of people are saying, that, that Alec Baldwin is not a... a Oh, wow, he deleted his Twitter account after the interview. I didn't know that. Good for him. But they're saying that, and I don't know if this is going to come out, but when he drew the weapon, his finger was on the trigger, and some people are saying he was already pulling it back, so when he cocked the hammer all the way back, it's not going to stop. And he lets that go. That thing's engaged. Interesting, isn't it? Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. Alec Baldwin is a douche canoe, always has been. I bet Alec doesn't like people taking shots at him. (laughs) That's not a bad joke. Why does Alec Baldwin hate the paparazzi so much? Because they're always taking shots of him. Because they're always taking shots. That's pretty good. I'm just waiting on Kim Basinger's tell-all. There's so many things that were wrong with his, and and I I don't mean to go back to it, but I will go back to it after I see that he's deleted his Twitter account. Um, I was, I, I am... I'm, I, I can't say that I'm shocked that he did this interview because he probably has lawyers that said, make yourself the victim, which he did. He spent an hour of time on network television making sure that everybody knew how tore up he was, how awful it was, and how much he is not a victim. When somebody says, I'm not the victim here, they're saying, think of me as the victim. And once again, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about something. The most telling part of that whole interview was when George Stephanopoulos finally asked a decent question, which was, do you feel guilty over this? And he said, no. Oh, if I felt guilty, I'd probably kill myself. So there you go. There you go. Just saying, if you feel guilt, you should kill yourself, helping all sorts of mental health issues there. Um. Okay, my NyQuil's kicking in 99 later on. Hey, have a good day. You're out. Um, I, 
I, Alec Baldwin has just made such a mess out of this whole thing. He is he, he, He's obviously tried to make himself the victim. He's thrown the armor under the bus, and I guess rightfully so. And somebody else, like the assistant director, he's thrown under the bus. It's going to come out. Look, look I, I still don't think, I promise you this, I don't think he's going to go to jail. I, I really don't. I don't think he's going to jail. He'll be, he's, he's going to lose a lot of money, not as much as Travis Scott, you know, for, for what he did. But, like, when you ask somebody if they feel guilt about something, if you've ever accidentally hit an animal on the road, you didn't mean to do that. You're driving and the animal darted out in front of you and you couldn't do anything about it and you hit them. I know plenty of people that have done that and they feel guilty for it. They feel terrible for it. There are soldiers that are coming back on a daily basis who have done this for years and years that feel some sort of guilt or remorse over taking an enemy's life. But that was their job. And Alec Baldwin points a gun in the direction of another human being, lets the hammer go, it shoots somebody, which was not of his, that was not his fault that there was a bullet in there. And a lot of people are saying, hey, he should have checked that gun. George Clooney's going over and over saying, I've always checked guns, blah, blah, blah. Should he have checked the gun? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how Hollywood works that. But he took somebody's life. It wasn't really his fault, but I would feel some sort of guilt. He won't go to jail. He'll pay. I don't, think, I don't even think he's going to pay a fine. I mean, if they, if they hold the producers responsible, then he'll pay some sort of fine. He ain't going to jail. And he's going to have to pay a lot in his civil suit. If you watch the beginning of that, he goes out of his way to tell what kind of producer he is. Because producers could be held responsible for this death. Because somebody's going to have to be responsible for it. So there you go. That's my, that, that's my Alex, Alec Baldwin tirade this week. Uh, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Okay. How about this idiot here? Well, this guy's a big dumb shit. Uh, South Carolina gun shop owner. John Whitley. He owns Coastal Firearms. He was arrested Monday and charged with involuntary manslaughter. Deputies uh, responded on November 2nd to his businesses to his business, to find Stephen Mergen. I guess that's Morgan without an O. Stephen Mergen suffering from a gunshot wound to the lower face. Oh, wow. He got, he got shot in the face. In the face! In the face! No! Um... He did not survive the shooting and was pronounced dead after deputies arrived. Now, a month went by before an arrest was made. Mr. Whitley has allegedly admitted to deputies that he uh, bought, brought his replica Glock BB gun to the shop and placed it on the shelf among other arms, firearms as a prank. Really? 
and when he picked up the BB gun and grabbed a different firearm by, by mistake. Witness at the shop told deputies the two men appeared to be having a normal conversation before a loud bang went off. Now, I got to ask. Look, look, hey, I am not a gun expert by any means. Um, is there not a difference in weight behind a Glock BB gun and an actual loaded Glock gun? I'm just... I, I'm posing that question out there to you. And as a gun store owner, not just an aficionado, this guy has got to know the inner workings of all guns. Wouldn't you be able to tell the difference between a BB gun and a real gun? I I know that they can look alike a lot now. I'm, I'm just asking that simple question. Because I'm not buying what this guy's selling. Kale says, huge weight difference, okay. Just uh, the way it, it in the ammunition would have made the difference. Of course there is, and yes, he would be able to. Straight Fire says, wait. So everybody's, yeah, okay, good. So like a, like a, a, a normal Glock is going to be a lot heavier than a BB gun, right? Adam J. says, no, they're waited to feel exactly like the real deal. Okay. We got some people who say yes and some people who say no. How about this? How about you not take a BB gun to the gun store? Secondly, even if it's a BB gun, you you still should not be pointing it at someone's face. You can buy the airsoft gun that is identical to the real gun. It's scary. Okay, Dan says, depends on the quality of the gun. Airsoft replicas are weighted. But we all can't agree, though. If you take one of these really, really good replica BB guns, airsoft guns, whatever the fuck they are, you probably shouldn't take it to the gun stove and then, and point, and then pull the trigger while pointed at somebody. Jesus. EGB says, if they're like my sons, no, the police couldn't tell the difference. Well, police ain't telling the difference, but this guy who owns the gun store picked it up. I was shot in the face by my brother's friends when I was eight. It was a BB gun dude. She said that he thought it was a water gun. Should have checked to clear as well as if it was real. If you take one of those uh, to a gun store and point it at somebody, you deserve to be shot, right? I mean, that's kind of just stupid. Shocking that it happened in South Carolina. Now, our final two stories. One's a feel-good story, and the other is a feel-good story, depending on if you like things like that. Our first one is about a man in Ohio named Ryan Emerge. Or Emge. Ryan Emge. Last Friday, he was driving his wife to give birth to their baby. That's got to be an exciting time. They're baby girl, okay. They knew they were going to have a girl, and he was driving his wife. She's like, it's time, it's time. You know that whole panic thing where you, you go out and you get the suitcase and you run in and jump in the car and then drive to the hospital at breakneck speeds? Well, that's what they were doing. 
They were on their way to the hospital. And it was taking a little while to get there, like it usually does. His wife was starting to go into labor, and he started to freak out. And he said, honey, would you like me to pull over? And she says, no, keep going. We got to get to the hospital. So the baby started coming out. He told his wife, take off your seatbelt. Put her knees on her seat facing the back and started giving birth in the passenger seat. She was literally like in the position of shitting out this kid. And this is in the greater Cincinnati area. He said his wife's composure was the most impressive thing he'd ever seen. She started to give birth. The dad is driving and then catches it with his bare hand. Literally catches it once it pops out. That's pretty damn impressive. That he's still driving and he can catch a baby that falls out. The baby and mom are doing great. The mom, Rebecca, seems unfazed. Or Rebecca is the young girl. She seems unfazed by the exciting way that she came in the world. The man's wife, Kelly, said that it made it evident that she was coming and not waiting during the drive. Alicia says movie writers are taking notes. Andrew says dad of the year. I mean, damn, that, that's some good driving there. If he's got one of them good steering wheels, he can turn up the music or turn it down and do all that kind of stuff on the steering wheel. He might be doing like three or four things at once. If that were me, I'd be able to change the radio station, do all that stuff. I got to dip in, catching this, probably on the phone too. There you go. Now, that's your feel-good story of the day. Did he? It didn't say how they got rid of the umbilical cord. I'm sorry. I did look for it, though. And then there's this story that was just sent to me, literally. This was sent to me by Douglas, who let me know that the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital on Thursday had the bomb squad called to it. Oh, dear goodness in heaven, my... This is the story about a man who showed up at the hospital who was a military enthusiast. So this is somebody who collects military stuff and military gear. He was clearing out some of his house, and he found a World War II mortar shell he had. 57-millimeter mortar shell. And that as he was moving around, he somehow, and you can see me putting my hands up and doing the air quotes here, tripped on it and fell onto the 57-millimeter piece of Army ordnance, and it got stuck in his rectum. Rectum damn near killed him. (laughs) 
The mortar was used by the Royal Artillery in the Second World War. 57 millimeters in diameter and an eye-watering 170 millimeters in length. Wait, where is it? Oh, dear God. Oh, this thing, this, this thing is the size of a human hand. Yes, he put it on the floor, and he tripped on it, and it got stuck in his rectum. Rectum? Hardly knew him. Come on, dude. Come on. (laughs) Wonder how that lube got on top of it. I think he slipped on that first. He just one-up Taco Bell with that ass bomb. Kale says, anything's a dildo if you try. That's a T-shirt right there. That is a great idea for a T-shirt. Anything's a dildo if you try. (laughs) How did it easy glide get all over the mortar? So he's got a fistful of it. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, it's pretty awful. Oh, my gosh, that's just too funny. That's the one that you just want. And, by the way, when you hear these stories, a lot of people hear these stories and go, oh, yeah. Dude, I've seen some x-rays. I I know people that have worked, you know, in healthcare and in first responders and things like that. I don't know why they do this. This this is the weirdest thing to me. Like, I, I, honestly, I can say that I've never done this and I'm proud of this. Whatever it is, I'm collecting. Let's say I collect golf clubs. I've never shoved any part of my my collection in my ass. Like my watch collection, never been in my ass. Sunglasses, never been in my ass. I, I don't know why people put so much weird stuff in their butt. That's just me, though. I mean... From mortars to whatever the hell else they put in their ass, and then, like like peanut peanut butter jars. Now I don't know how you'd get that up there, but I've seen the X-ray. Good thing it didn't go off per- prematurely, or he did either. Hey, I mean, come on, dude, stop. Hey, this this is my my lesson of the day here is for this. If you're into butt play, that's one thing. But but you don't need to make the game out of playing. This is an old joke, okay? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a joke to use today. This is long. This is too long. I can't put this on TikTok. And by the way, it's about two gay guys. So this is one of those jokes where you can get people. I used to get my dad with this joke every once in a while. So these two guys are sitting around. And they say, hey, you want, one says, you want to play a game? And the other says, sure. What is it? He goes, well, I'm going to stick something up your ass and not tell you what it is, and you have to tell me by the, how it feels. Now, I'm not trying to get you guys in this one, so just follow along. So the first guy grabs a, a, a hair dryer. Well, not a hair dryer. Let, let's think of something else. Uh, 
I don't know, tennis racket. Shoves the tennis racket in his ass. He's moving it all around. And the guy's like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Oh, what is it? What is it? Oh, is it a tennis racket? And the stuffer, he goes, wow, that was incredible. Have you ever played this game before? And that guy says, no, 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 I've never played this game before. He's like, all right, all right. So he goes out into the, uh, into the garage, and he grabs a, a hammer, ball-peen hammer. He works that ball-peen hammer into the ass, and he's wiggling it around in there, wiggling it around in there. He says, what is it? And the guy goes, oh, God, oh, God, oh, it, it's a ball-peen hammer. The first guy's like, oh, my God, you are amazing, yes. Are you sure you've never played this game before? He's like, no, no, I haven't. Now, this is where you get your victim, who you're telling the joke to. You look at him, and you go, then he goes to the bathroom, and he gets what you want the person to say is a plunger. But you don't say plunger. You, you say he gets one of those things, that, and you start using it like a plunger. And whoever you're telling the joke to says, a plunger? And you look at that person and go, have you ever played this game before? It's a great joke. It's an awesome joke to get on people. It's one of my all-time favorites. It, 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 it's almost like, you know, when, when you try to get somebody and you go, oh, my God, you know, did you hear that that, that plane crashed over, over the border of Canada and the U.S.? I mean, where would you bury the survivors? And you get people to go, well, if they were from Canada, I'd bury them in Canada. Well, then you look at them and go, no, you don't bury survivors, moron. So there you go. A couple of jokes for you guys today. I already told you today's jokes. I got more jokes tomorrow because that is going to put an end to the show today. We built, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow we're going to have listener mail. So uh, if you have anything that you'd like to ask, that you'd like to comment on, anything like that, please let me know at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. So, ask family, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Here is the cover for me of the day. I love this cover. It's George Strait doing an old Merle Haggard song. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and the youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, no one could change my mind but Mama tried. On an only rebel child, from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know but lay in store. Spite of all my Sunday learning, toward the bed I kept on turning till mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause mama tried.
great shoe Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right but I refused And I turned away Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.